0: Hi, I'm Chris Maurice, and welcome to the Yellow Card Podcast. Today on our show, I'm joined by Manaccio Gueque and Garrett Blackman as we talk about how we got into crypto and why people are scared of it. We also have special guest, Ajiri Omofokpe, so stick around. The Yellow Card Podcast. Crypto. Blockchain. So since we have two crypto newbies with us today, uh the first topic is how we got into crypto. Uh Benachi, you wanna kick off with that?
1: Yeah, Chris. Um, hi everyone. Um, my name is Muna. Munachi, uh, I lead business at Yellow Card. So how do I get into crypto? So um okay, I think the first time I heard about crypto was sometime in twenty fourteen. Um so I was on a tech blog. I was reading something and i came across bitcoin being used to pay for electricity bills in somewhere in kenya i was like okay what's this bitcoin i didn't quite get it then i said like, okay maybe it's a means of payment maybe it's like paypal i didn't quite get it though so moving on um i was i was very 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 um technical so i usually um read a lot of technical um blogs you know, so um, I think in 2016, uh, um, some of my friends
2: we wanted to
1: do a business together, right? We had, we went we had to use a means of payment that was transparent and we could easily audit, you know. And we it was kind of like a crowdfunding project, so we wanted to see, we wanted to have full transparency about um, the flow of funds, so. Back then, we decided to try Bitcoin and we used Bitcoin to carry out this business. So, um, Coming up to 2017, um, the business ended and I was left with like a bunch of Bitcoin, you know. So back then in Nigeria, it was actually extremely difficult to, ex- like, it's even fair now. Like back then, it was very, very, very difficult to convert Bitcoin. In fact, there were only two exchanges I knew in the whole continent, and uh, which was BitX, Back then, now it's Lunu. What you know as Lunu now is bit was BitX back then. And um, there was Naira X. But the, the spreads and the margins on those exchanges were oh my goodness, they were so large and it was not really um so convenient to really trade on them. So and by then 2017 was the early, was the early, um. would I say, that was when the Bitcoin, the Bitcoin uh, market, like the bull market actually started, that's 2017, so 2016, 2017. So I was left with some Bitcoin, I had like um, a few Bitcoin, then I sold some when the business ended, then I kept some, you know, I was looking at it, I was actually speculating on it, you know, the price now started going up, you know, I bought it at about 400, 500, It it surged to about a thousand dollars, and I was like, "Wow, wow!" Like, so this is the real value of Bitcoin, you know. Started, I started getting more interested in what it is. Um, Started trading, you know. And I noticed that a lot of people in my community, you know, they were looking for. The more I talked about it, the more um, interesting it became to people, you know. So. They started asking me that hey Muna, how can I get bitcoin how can I buy bitcoin you know it was actually very 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 difficult back then so based on the fact that I was been I've been in the space for maybe a few months I kind of knew how to get bitcoin at the better price at the cheaper price I knew the back then the only guys to get the show um a good price for bitcoin was people that dealt in foreign exchange or dealt in Forex you know so I had like a couple of friends that did that so they were my plugs for getting bitcoin bitcoin back then you know so i was able to give people a better price and um i started helping people in my local community buy and sell bitcoin you know so uh, well it was actually fun you know and coming up to 2017 um into the bull market you know the price that going up more interest in the space 2018 um was obviously uh, early 27 like in end of 2017 was actually the top of the market you know and Back then we had a so much interest, especially in Nigeria, there was so much interest in Bitcoin that people were crazy speculating on it. People would just say, Hey, can I buy this amount? Like they just wanted to find the easy way of making more money. So yeah. That's how I actually got into Bitcoin. So it's been it's been a fun couple of years. Um so happy I found it. Um so grateful I've been here. Yeah, so I've been in this space for a while now. Um in twenty eighteen I joined a lookout and yeah. So that's my story. like a typical everyone's story. How it goes into Bitcoin.
0: Very cool. Very cool. Um, yeah, no, that's uh, that's awesome. How you how you found it originally because it served a it served a real you know purpose and use case for you. Uh, so what what about y'all, Garrett and uh, and Ajiri?
2: So uh, I actually um, am one of the newbies. Uh, I would not have considered myself very much in the crypto space before I came on at Yellow Card. Um, however I did have experience with it uh, being a technical person um, I must have just graduated high school maybe a year prior um, something like that uh, because the first uh, thing that I had ever seen uh, that caused me to you know look into this more was I think I was on some kind of uh, technical subreddit um, you know on reddit.com a uh, maybe build a PC or something like that. And I saw a computer with four high-end graphics cards in it. And uh, to me, I knew that there's no display that would, or game that could, you know, require that much uh, GPU power and uh, graphical intensity. So, you know, I started researching this and I learned in the comments that, oh, this is a mining rig. Well, what's a mining rig? So I went through this rabbit hole of, uh, you know, what is Bitcoin? What is cryptocurrency? And uh, I was interested in the technology, but at the same time no one really knew i suppose back then um you know its implications that it would have today so i just thought it was kind of a neat project uh oh open source i like that that kind of thing um a few years later uh i guess i would heard about you know bitcoin's worth actual dollars now quite a quite a bit actually i I couldn't recall the exact price but um i uh learned about altcoins then and i uh (laughs) I learned about everyone knows the most popular altcoin today is is dogecoin um so of course i invested heavily into that with my uh you know fifty dollars or so um expecting to go to the moon as they say and uh i did not i think uh i think it went down to like pennies or something like that based on when i bought in uh so i was like okay well you know lesson learned um and then a few, years, a few years back, while I was still in college, um, I found my private key uh, somewhere that I'd kept it safe. And I was like, oh, this is for my uh, Dogecoin wallet. So I, you know, uh, checked that out. And luckily enough, I had just about $50. The, the market had rebounded back to that state where I had purchased it at. So I took my $50 out and, you know, called myself lucky. Um, about that time, uh, as I was getting close to graduating college, that's when I met John uh, and joined Yellow Card. So, um, yeah, that's that's basically where I'm at now.
1: Wow, um, Garrett, fifty dollars worth of Dogecoin, probably a million coins or something. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, you're a millionaire in Doge.
2: I mean <laughs>
0: it's absolutely. all perspective.
2: <laughs> one Doge equals one doge Minacci. <laughs> yeah, one doge is always one doge.
0: <laughs> what, what about you, Jerry? What uh, what got you into the space? What got you interested?
3: <sighs> okay, so I was in school and then one day my um high school classmate called me and was like, oh, there's this thing I need to tell you. Tell me when you're when you're ready, so we can have a long conversation. And I said okay. And then he went on and on about um, cryptocurrency and blockchain. And so we had this really long conversation about two hours, and we talked about cryptocurrency. And he was he was trying to get me to buy. Um, cbc that's the billion coin he told me some things about bitcoin and i did my research but it was a lot for me to handle and then because a lot of people like me got into cryptocurrency as really greedy people so we're promised that oh it's going to appreciate forever and I did not really understand the technology and I did not do proper research for myself and I took all my savings. I took all my savings and I bought TBC and then I did research and found out, oh, I should have bought Bitcoin. And then I was angry because (laughs) I felt like I was, um, what's the word? Like I was duped because there was no way to sell the TBC. They were trying to do an exchange but, to convert. Then I found out it wasn't even on the coin market, and I was like, ah, all my money, okay. gone!" Just I went took the loan. A
1: little, just to give you guys a little clearance of what TBC is. TBC is the African or the equivalent of one coin. <laughs> so technically, oh, oh God. <laughs> Direct.
3: And and then I think afterwards, I got into this uh, Bitcoin growing Ponzi thing. So, it was, so I was like, okay, since I'd already lost my money um, with TBC, I could at least regain and start growing Bitcoin from that. And I think it was Zafond. It had a lot of promise. But then I was in school and I did not have time to follow up. So I think I had like 0.5 Bitcoin. And then the next step, I was supposed to send it and then get people under me to send theirs to me. And I did not do that. And so I think that's where I am. I I currently do not have access to my Bitcoin wallet. I'm supposed to do some verification thing that I've not done. So that's how I got
0: into. Ajiri, that sounds like a really sad story.
1: (laughs) So this is the typical example why africans are so skeptical about crypto like i'm so happy i had the courage to share this because first of all like you see a lot of people especially when um during the 2016 2017 the time i was in the market like when i first got in i'm so i was so lucky that i had like a little technical experience because i was building a the startup then so i was in the more technical like. so i kind of navigated to the right part, you know, but a lot of people, right, what, what you see them doing is, first of all, they introduce you to Bitcoin and tell you, hey, Bitcoin started from 0.1 cents and now it's $600 back then. Why don't you start with this, um, this new coin that came out, it's called TBC, like if Bitcoin can do this, TBC can do that, you know, so first, a lot of people fall into this trap of um, investing where there is, like, no value. Obviously, there's no fundamental, there's no technical. It's so bad that still today, there are still people that trade TBC. In fact, the TBC market is almost bigger than the Bitcoin market in Africa. It's so, it's so, it's so terrible. And this coin is not listed on any exchange. It has a wallet. Your value in your wallet increases every day. I'm sure if Ajitri goes back to check a TBC wallet, the value has increased, like, times a billion
3: so, <laughs> I'm sure I should have billions in my TBC wallet right now. Cause I think before yeah. I stopped checking, I, I I had it was almost two million nair. That was in 2016. So I should be a billionaire now in TBC.
1: Exactly. So the point is wow, the lack of education, the lack of education was really fundamental in wrecking the space in Africa. You know, so I'm so happy that she had the opportunity to share this. And, um, you know, the truth is, even when this whole TBC thing died down, there was a the new issue with Ponzi schemes, MMM, and all that. Like, after, after the, the first phase of MMM, the next phase was now using Bitcoin as settlement, you know. And it's really further destroyed the reputation of Bitcoin in Africa or Nigeria quote unquote, you know, it's now made it very difficult. Right now, if we go to, uh, if we go and have talks with um, people from the CBN or go and have talks with people from this, um, the Security the security Commission or EFCC, the first thing they'll tell you is that this Bitcoin is a scam. You know, because of this bad reputation that entered about, you know, it, it, it didn't enter the right way. It entered through the, the back door. So a lot of people got burnt. A lot of people got wrecked. Even the beer market is never helping issues. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. So yeah.
0: Yeah. So I mean, I'm I'm familiar. I'm familiar with um, obviously OneCoin uh, and and TBC and and all of the the MLM schemes and everything in crypto. Uh I know that we still see a lot of that in uh southern african countries that are sort of just getting into crypto uh but Mm -hmm. do you still see a lot of tbc trading and one coin trading and everything in a country like nigeria where the the market is a little bit more uh i guess developed at this point
1: brother there are still people that are pushing tbc with all their life and all their soul now on facebook i can i can give you a link there's a guy but it's so crazy it was so crazy that they had like mad utility for TBC. Like, you literally, they, would, they literally did fund fairs and told you that um, if you use TBC to pay, you get 50% off. People rush to buy TBC, they rush to go and um, use the TBC for payment. You know, these guys that are, that are pushing this TBC are so advanced. In fact, they are almost more advanced than the exchanges. Or the the people that are trying to do logistics in Nigeria, to tell you the facts, you know, it's just so crazy.
0: Wow. Yeah. No. That's uh. That's nuts. And uh, I mean, yeah. It's it. I mean, it just goes to show, like you were saying, uh, what just a little bit of technical knowledge can do coming in coming into the space. And uh, I mean, it sounds like uh, it sounds like you when you were first coming into the space uh how did how did that technical knowledge and your your background in in programming and development and everything sort of help you to to get a grasp on it at first and uh you know not fall victim to to some of the same uh you know ponzi schemes and everything that uh that egeria unfortunately did yeah so
1: for me really um so um the, fir- um, the company i was ro- i was working with back then i co-founded like an e-commerce platform um for varsity you know so being in the tech space, um, it afforded me to get the right type of information, and at the end of the day, information is the the right right information is actually the key differentiator when it comes to falling into um, scams or whatever. You know, the, the, I had access to good information. I had access to um, read um, TechCrunch, uh, TechCabal, like the top blogs. Then you know, I was reading. I was reading about, about all these technologies advancement. I was even on board. I was even well aware of when the Ethereum fucked, you know. So I I I kind of followed the space. I was already I was quite aware with um what the blockchain Bitcoin wallet was. And the reason why I had this information is because of I, I was always like. Searching for technical or technology related um news and stuff, so obviously bitcoin always falls into that once in a while, and once I read it up I, I I get a little bit of knowledge you know so at the time at the time to be very honest with you in in Nigeria back then like this was in twenty sixteen big t b c was m- more popular than any altcoin, like literally. So popular that the only two options for when you hear people talk about cryptocurrency, you're always going to hear BTC and TBC only. You're not going to hear Ethereum. You're not going to hear any other altcoin. They're just going to tell you is either you are buying Bitcoin or Ethereum. In fact, the people I started, the people that I did the business with initially, um, after after the business ended, some of them sold their Bitcoin and bought TBC. <laughs> it, it was that bad. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> that's unfortunate. <laughs> very unfortunate like they were literally exchanges people that were converting bitcoin to tbc
0: <laughs> wow man so i mean maybe maybe this is just you know uh me looking for for opportunities here but what if we created a legitimate coin called tbc and just <laughs> ran off of the marketing that it already has bro people are going to come to
1: head and demand their money I'm telling telling you for a fact, there are people sitting in jail today because of TBC.
2: (laughs) Wow. Yeah, I guess uh, I was lucky enough to, when I discovered crypto, um, to have discovered like the actual technology and the blockchain. And that that was my main interest was uh, decentralization and things like that. Um, Like an autonomous system was very cool to me. So actually, uh, luckily I wasn't, uh, as susceptible to, um, these kind of scam coin MLM schemes, uh, just because my main interest was in the technology and the decentralized, um, you know, currency, that kind of thing. Uh, also just an Mm -hmm. autonomous system like Bitcoin was, was super cool to me. Um, so I think that had I come across something like OneCoin or TBC, I would have been in the clear, uh, just because I would probably be looking into how it worked just as a technical person. That would be my interest. And when the technology would be lacking, you know, I would, I would probably raise an eyebrow. Um, also, uh, just the fact that I had been exposed to many MLM schemes, uh, acquaintances from high school, getting into these kind of things. Cut code. Uh, yeah, Cutco, um, Avon, uh, Skinny Tea—any of these kind of things, where you start your own business from home. Uh, if someone wanted to talk to me for an hour about a business opportunity, I would already be very skeptical, just because i had been surrounded by it so much. Um, it was—it's was very popular in my yeah. small southern town um, to get involved with these kind of things. So, you know, luckily I didn't—I didn't have uh, any interaction with it at all, so I didn't even have to be tested in that way. But. Um, yeah
1: Great. that's cool so the truth, the truth about the matter is um most people say that for the technology but i can tell you in crypto 99 percent of the people in crypto are actually in for the <laughs> will i say the, the good the good will i say the financials because obviously it's an industry right it needs to be able to better the lives of the people in it so and when we look at president when we look at precedents like um, Bitcoin going from zero to what it is today, obviously everybody feel like they missed out on something. And I think it's it's like that, is, that was the main for the ICO boom in 20, 2017. You know, people felt like they missed out on Bitcoin and they were jumping into altcoins, you know, without actually thinking about it. So those may not be TBC, but technically they they are almost the same thing fundamentally. Because <laughs> they might as well be a lot of them.
2: Exactly. FOMO is a very powerful thing.
1: Yeah, greed. All humans are inherently greedy, right? <laughs> Someone said greed is the only is the only instinct that we are born with.
3: <laughs> I have I have something else to share regarding my. Crypto experience. So after my oh. life savings were lost, I gathered some more savings, and then I wanted to get into crypto again. And then I made another mistake. Oh god. Okay, so this oh time god, I was, not again. <laughs> this time I was I was
0: a jury. Um,
3: oh, I, I wanted to get. Uh, get some bitcoin and stuff and then somebody that i really trust said oh rather than just buying bitcoin and holding it why not just give it to this person i know that's a trader and this person can trade bitcoin for you and so a person was like oh this person has been trading for me for about seven months this was last year Yes, it was last year, like July, I was like, okay, and so the person, because I I was try, I was contemplating investment um, opportunities and what would be the best place to put my money, and I trusted this person that trusted this other person, and then the person that was doing the um, investment already invested a lot of money and she was actually getting returns and so I did that up until December and <clears throat> be November, end, November end, end of November when Bitcoin just tanked and mm-hmm. then there was panic everywhere because my youth service was ending and I was going broke again and so that happened. And now the trader is actually in kirikiri prison for some very very weird reasons it turns out yeah. the people that um he was trading for invested a lot of money running into um 500 million no 1.2 billion lira. so Ooh. wow yeah
0: wow that was really for those bad. keeping track at home, that's about $3.3 3 million. Yeah. Yeah. And so
3: so that's my second terrible cryptocurrency experience. And then I decided okay, I think I would have to learn about this thing myself and really know what I'm doing before I buy a cryptocurrency. And so that's what I've been doing for most of two months now. Yeah, I've been learning. So then I take my yeah. next step. And to be a good and profitable
1: one. Man, so this is another typical example of how people get um ripped off in crypto, right? man, see trading for someone, trading for yourself, managing your own fund is so difficult. <laughs> Sometimes I, I can't even really sleep at night well thinking about the money I lost, talking about when I'm losing another person's money. You know, and this typical trading for someone is another um, way that we have seen a lot of people get scammed in Nigeria, right? They tell you that, uh, and it's it's just because of most people just want to make fast profits. You know, see, the truth is, if you held Bitcoin for if you held Bitcoin for um, two years, you are almost 98 percent assured that the value is going to increase. Like you don't. Need To do anything, you just need to. So, actually, if you bought those bitcoin in 2018 and you held it till now, I said 2016 and you held it till now, the value has gone up how many percent? How many percent, Chris?
0: Oh man, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh, it's 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 crazy. I was looking at a, a stat the other day that uh, I mean, so bitcoin's been out now for about 10 years, and, and um, of that 10 years, there's only something like a two week period. Where if you bought yeah. it during that period, that the price would be down. Uh, so exactly. Yeah, something like ninety. You have like a ninety-nine point three percent chance that if you bought Bitcoin and just held it till now, that you you have a profit on it. Uh, so and- yeah, it's uh, everybody's always looking for get rich quick schemes, but um, yeah, I mean the uh, just as the technology grows and as the the ecosystem improves, the the price is going to is going to improve and appreciate with it. Like, and yeah, and that's one thing
1: about trading Bitcoin. So um, I don't generally like to trade. Um, like I don't generally like to do um, speculative trading. And one of my major mottos these days is speculation is not a business, you know. But what I understand is supply and demand, right? And I know that as long as um, the supply reduces and there's an active demand for a product, the price is definitely going to shoot up. Like, so... The truth is, it's just about how long you can invest and can you invest with spare funds? So I think the major takeaway from Algeria's theory is, first of all, that always invest with spare funds as funds that you, are, you can actually live for a, a period of time, you know, so that you don't have to jump out of the market when it's down because of you're under pressure you know so like maybe you you put all your money in crypto right and by the time you really need it the price is down so you can't wait so you need to pull out so then you're going to make a loss right always put money that you know that you can live for a considerable amount of time you know and also 100 do your own do your own research like everything that anybody tells you with <laughs> in crypto always take with a grain of salt <laughs> Anything someone tells me in crypto, I always go and check it. There's that trust but verify? And that's the whole purpose of the blockchain, right? Every transaction someone sends to you can literally go and check it and be like, okay, yes, it's confirmed. Okay, yes. You know, you need to be sure on your own terms and always do your research. Then also don't be greedy. <laughs> don't be greedy. And this guy goes out to trade that. like always looking for. Always looking, always looking to make the biggest profits. Like, it, it, sometimes this thing goes down, so you need to just take what you have and be happy, you know, and don't be greedy. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, man, no, that, uh, that, all, that all makes sense. I think that's, uh, that's three really good tips for anybody, anybody trying to get in. Uh, hey, Ajiri, tell them, tell them where the safest, fastest place to buy Bitcoin is. It's yellow
3: card. Please visit yellowcard.io <laughs> to buy and sell Bitcoin.
0: Please take do. it from Please me. Do. I've
3: lost a lot of money, so yeah, I don't think yeah,
0: I we do not to sell, to do sell the work. billionaire coin.
3: Yes, yes. <laughs> uh,
1: so, Ajuri, um, if, if, if I'm gonna ask, what uh, apart from what I said, uh, if you were to come into this world again, what? What would you do differently in your crypto journey? Uh,
3: first, I would I would I would spend time to learn more. When I first heard about it, I would have done proper research, and rather than invest in TBC, I would have bought Bitcoin. When I knew about <laughs> Bitcoin, it was about one thousand one hundred dollars, and. If I had bought Bitcoin then I I think I would have been able to buy one Bitcoin at least. Because mm. I spent like how much buying the rubbish TBC. I've I've I even got my sister to loan me some money. Thankfully she never asked for it. Oh
2: no, Cherry. Oh no, whoa, <laughs> oh, oh, oh,
1: oh, oh. <laughs> whoa,
3: Yeah. I've made many crypto mistakes in my life, but no more. Never again.
2: Yeah, it's also good that you're uh, surrounded, you know, uh, in the sphere now. You are around people that you could ask advice for, and um, you know, uh, they would probably point you in the direction of where you can learn more about it, rather than telling you which coin to buy next.
3: Yes, yes, definitely.
0: So,
2: okay, now guys, I do uh,
3: research every day.
0: Just uh, I guess to uh, to wrap up quickly with uh, with my own sad story, uh, the uh, when, when uh, Justin and I were first at Bitcoin and we were we were selling it, uh, I pulled five thousand dollars out of my savings and put it all into Bitcoin to resell. We we bought about twenty bit, twenty one Bitcoin with uh, with that five thousand dollars at the time. And uh put it all in a in a hot wallet online that was not properly secured and somebody got in and took uh took all twenty one of those Bitcoin. <laughs> so Chris, so we we uh, lost
1: well over, well over hundred and fifty thousand in, dollars in today's money.
0: <laughs> no, of no, it's it's okay. I don't I don't like to think about that. I uh <laughs> I just like to put that in the back of my mind. So um you know. Uh, hey, it's not billionaire coin, but uh, you know, uh, I'd kind of rather have a billionaire coin than nothing at all.
1: <laughs> it's not called, called the billionaire coin, it's called the billion coin because there will be a billion of them. <laughs> oh, even worse. Well, listen, if you, if you hear the story of this coin, like, it's so ridiculous. <laughs> that said. The plan, the purpose of the coin is that if anybody hold one coin, one of the coins is going to be what is going to be like a billionaire or something. <laughs> <It's> so crazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they call it the billion coin. <laughs> that one is going to be worth a billion. Dollars. Oh God! <laughs> I said when I heard it, I was like, "This is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard."
0: <laughs> Oh my goodness! It's it's amazing though, man. It's amazing. I mean, these, these platforms stick around for a reason. I mean, I had I had somebody contact me the other day asking to asking to borrow money so that they could invest it. Asking to borrow Bitcoin so that they could invest it, and I said, you know, where are you going to invest it? And he was like, oh, don't worry about it. But I'm going to get a a hundred and fifty percent return in three days. And I was like, well, I mean, you know, if you're going to make that kind of return, like, you know, let me see this website because there's no way. Uh, and i look at it and it's you know this this crappy website that doesn't even have a, a ssl certificate and <laughs> i'm i'm going through this and i'm like man this is a scam like you're just going to lose your money and he was like no no you don't understand like i'm going to make 150% and then just use the profit to invest and i was like yeah that's that's great on paper but man don't don't do this like bitcoin's irreversible <laughs> It's uh, it's it's amazing. I mean, like you, said, it's amazing how how enticing uh, this this can sound to somebody that's not familiar with the market. All, all if all you hear about is how you know Bitcoin has gone from zero to uh, you know ten thousand dollars, then people people yeah. just seem to think that uh, you know the entire market is like that, and that that's that's possible um yeah. and i mean so that's yeah i mean that's that's what's led to you know BitConnect and <laughs> all these other platforms
1: yeah. let, me tell you, um, let me tell you a little bit about the the only bad experience i've ever had with crypto not bad experience I, I will say the time i may have almost lost crypto so like when i got into crypto like when i had my first bunch of bitcoin like i didn't know what to do with them literally you know apart from value appreciating like i was looking like how do i make this more so before I started trading, the first thing I started was, um, do you know what they call HYIP, High Yield Investment Programs? So back yeah. in the day, there were like a ton of them, like so many of them. All you needed to do was just invest like 0.1 Bitcoin. Um, then they would tell you that you would get like maybe 70 or 150 Satoshi per hour and literally the minute you put it in the world 0.1 bitcoin you just start getting bitcoin a lot like literally start coming in like 0.1 so the point is if you put in like, like 0.1 um 0.1 bitcoin back then 0.1 bitcoin was not so much it was like bitcoin was 0.6 dollars 0.6 um i'm sorry bitcoin was 600 dollars so 0.1 bitcoin was about 60 dollars. so you could easily just trade in there you know so you start getting like maybe 50 or 1,000 satoshi per hour. The point is that it's going to run for like seventy-seven days or whatever. And you're going to get maybe um, a 120% interest on top of that or stuff like that. But the point is, as, the, as two things happened actually that actually taught me a very big lesson. I, that's when I first learned about UTXO. Um, Garrett, you should know what UTXO is, uh.
2: I don't actually, please.
1: <laughs> so my wallet was filled with so little satoshis that I literally, it, the amount of bitcoin I needed to send out so many fragmented bitcoin <laughs> was yeah. more
2: than the, the the fee was more than the the, tra- the, tra- the transaction. Oh, like the network fee was more than the transactions. Yes, there was more,
1: than the, was more than the amount. Like, if I wanted to send 100 Bitcoin, I needed, like, maybe 120 <laughs> Bitcoin. <laughs> it's completely ruined my wallet.
0: <laughs> because of all of the and unused so, transactions of all these small amounts of Satoshi.
1: I exactly. I, exactly. And, and number two was the HYPI is never around your full course. Like, you would never, ever, ever get, like, Normally, if you if you do the math, you see that if you are getting maybe 1,000 satoshis for seven days, um, you're supposed to get like a 120%. The mathematics is there to support it. But the truth is, it always ends like maybe four days, five days, you know, then they exit. You know, so really, that was like, I lost like a few Bitcoin doing that, but I quickly learned my lesson. I was like, definitely, this is not the way, you know. Then I started trading on Poloniex and Bittrex and yeah uh yeah so that was uh, i let you know the truth is as you go on in crypto you need to be very careful and you really guard your bitcoin like you need to guard your bitcoin because <laughs> yeah. when i was just lying out today and i i just i just concluded like look bitcoin is the future of money like i was just thinking about many things i'm like there's no way on earth that going into a bank submitting kyc submitting this submitting that waiting for five days Getting permission to put some amount in your bank would be what the future would be when it comes to money. Everybody just wants to download, stay on their bed, download the wallet, and start doing business. Not just in your country, in every country in the world. And li- literally, the internet has bridged that gap. So we just need money to enter or come on the internet. And that's what Bitcoin has solved. You know, so the truth is, it may seem like Things are a little slow now, but Bitcoin is the future. Of, yeah, and I'm 100% convinced about that.
0: Yeah, no, like like you said, there's there's certainly a lot of implications and everything that come with that. Uh, I mean, you know, right now, if uh, if you send money to some you know scam website using your credit card or using your bank account, and your bank is going to protect you from that, and your bank can pull the money back, they can uh, you know they'll they'll reimburse you for the charges. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Bitcoin it's it's a whole new mindset. You, you you there's there's no third party to protect you. There's no third party to hinder you, but there's also no third party to protect you. And so,, uh, like you said, man, you gotta you gotta guard your coins. It's uh, it's uh, it's a rough world out there. It's the wild west. so yeah. there's uh, there's there's always always gonna be scams that's never gonna go away. And uh, certainly as as money moves towards more of a decentralized form, it just becomes more and more important to uh, to to safeguard safeguard your assets. That's all for today's episode uh, of the Hillcard podcast. Thanks for listening. And uh, thank you to Ajiri and Garrett for for joining us today and uh, Minachi, of course, for sharing some insight. And uh, please join us again next week as we uh, continue to bring you the news from around Africa and, uh, and the crypto sphere. And please leave us a review if you enjoyed the podcast. Thank you.